Hold me closer, Frankie Muniz. Cody Banks is on the highway. Yeah. Lay me down in sheets of Malcolm. You had a big fat lie today. Hey. Hey, it's the Weekly Muniz. I'm Hayden Blitchmore. I'm, I'm Duncan Pete. Uh, this is a podcast we talk about Frankie Muniz every week until we get him on the show for an interview. Hey, it's... Duncan. Yes? We're one step closer this week. Are we? Oh, boy, yes, we are. <gasps> uh, okay. We are gonna, today, we're going to watch the, abom- the Abominable... Abominable... Let's get you the DVD. You read that off. Abominable Snowman. Yeah, so it's a DVD adaptation of a Choose Your Own Adventure book. And yes, it is interactive. It is interactive. So every three to six minutes, you have to make a decision, and there's 11 potential endings. Actually, on the thing, it says 11 potential stories. So, Yeah, it was the same ending, maybe. Well, maybe there's like 11 different, like, that are completely different. No, that doesn't make any sense. There's only two choices at the start. Look, all right, we'll, we'll figure it out, you know? It's a mystery at the moment, but we'll figure it out. We're yeah. going to record it. Yeah. We're going to do like a little Let's Play sort of style thing. Um, yeah, we'll put a highlights thing on, on our on our socials so you yeah. can check it out. We'll put a little highlights thing. We we'll might put a full video up on YouTube but or something. We'll, we'll do a really detailed commentary, I suppose. Yeah, I think uh, we'll... I don't know what we'll do. I don't know if we're going to do a detailed commentary on the podcast or we're just going to talk about it on the podcast. Or we'll figure it out. Whatever. You know? just, just wait and see. Yeah. Just wait and hear. Um... Let's get into this bad boy breaking Muniz. Oh, yeah. Breaking Muniz. Um, I was quite chuffed, because recently it was Frankie Muniz's birthday. Yep. Yeah, uh, sure 5th of December. His 31st birthday. Every year, 31st. Yeah, well, yeah. Not, not his 31st every year. But this year is his 31st. Yes. <laughs> You're right. Factually, I'm correct. I was really chuffed to find out <laughs> that my dog has the same birthday as Frankie Muniz. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that at all. How did you find that out? Uh, because my mom just took him back from the vet and I read the vet documents that says his birthday on it. So you, you found, when did you find that out? Yesterday. So what, two days after his birthday? A couple days after oh, his no. birthday? Maybe, maybe it was the day after his birthday. Jeez. Man, that's rough. It was on the 6th. Yeah, so he... <laughs> it's rough. Oh, man, just like a dog just like a dog rough um so what you didn't celebrate his birthday you just just missed it yeah well he went to the vet on his birthday god happy but he doesn't know he's spot, just a you know? stupid dog yeah it's probably not even his real birthday it's probably the day that he got like uh put into the shelter or whatever you got him from uh so this week as well uh yeah. frankie Miller tweeted on his birthday it was just after we finished recording our uh birthday extravaganza mm-hmm. i think it was actually at 2 a.m the ne- on the 6th hour time, but it was his birthday. Uh, at the time he tweeted this, he said, Today I turn 31, which means if you're reading this, I'm probably old enough to be your dad. He is. No, he's not. Isn't he? Not really. You're wrong, Frankie. You're not that old. Wouldn't uh, that be cool if Frankie Muniz was my dad? I don't know. It'd be Wouldn't weird. That be fun would I pot- be younger, or would, <laughs> would, he, would he imagine <laughs> would when I was... would be the same. <laughs> He'd be 12 okay. when, he, when, he, when he made me. You were 12 when he made you. Yeah, and I'd, I'd still have the podcast about him. I'd make a podcast about, about my dad. your own dad trying to get an interview with you. <laughs> yeah, he keeps saying no. <laughs> <laughs> well, is he saying no? Because this, this is the most important bit of Breaking oh, Muniz. Fuck. We've had, in a while, Frankie Muniz has made first contact with us. Boom, baby, boom, boom, baby, yeah. And when I say that, I mean he liked our tweet. But yeah. that's something. We just tweeted happy birthday and he fucking liked He'll it. He liked the shit out of it. We said... At Frankie Muniz, happy birthday, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Uh-huh. 
and he bloody liked it. He liked the tweet. So he actively clicked a button that showed appreciation for us, specifically. Yeah. But, you know, some um, skeptics would say that he liked all of his birthday tweets, and he did, and maybe he was just going click, 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 click. But uh, we'd like to believe he saw the name and said, oh, yeah, the Weekly Minos, love these guys. I'll give these guys a, a like as well, but I'm really going really to feel it. I'm going to feel it more. Yeah, I'm feel actually, like, I'm not gonna, just going to like it. I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. But I can only show that appreciation with a like. So, you know. Or a retweet, if you want. We're basically whatever. like really good friends with him now, you know? Basically, we're chums. Um, so it's fine. We're all, we're one step closer to getting an interview. Yeah. So we're like 93% sure he knows we exist. Yes. Right? Surely Brent Devon told us. Yeah, he, he fucking did. Yeah. We don't care what you say, Brett. Breaking Muniz. Uh, okay. Did you go to Frank for the memory? Oh, shit, I forgot Frank's for the memories. No, I'll just do it now. I'll okay. just do it now. Uh, just getting up Instagram on my phone. Alright, I found one. Yeah. Um, Shoot. Uh, so it's the he he tweeted a Sharknado three poster. I mean, he Instagrammed a he Sharknado Instagrammed three it. poster. Yep. On the night of the TV premiere of Sharknado. Good. And he yeah, and he's smiling in the picture. <laughs> So it's a happy, it's a happy memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, so, we really, we really gotta find them before we. <laughs> yeah, let's not wing it next time. This okay, one. sorry, like, sorry, sorry everyone. For, sorry for what was. Sorry for wasting your time. Mm. I mean, you're listening to a podcast. You clearly have time. Well, you know, may as well make it good content. Speaking of good content, let's bloody play this interactive DVD of the Abominable Snowman. Oh yeah. Alright, we're going to go and do it now, uh, and then this will this might be a highlights reel, this might be the whole thing. Yeah, depending how long it goes for, it depending could go for 20 minutes, it could go for 90 minutes. I think it will go for, well, it's an 80 minute runtime. But, but it's, we don't know how long that really is. Is that, is that every, adventure. every adventure, or is that just the average time Who knows, of man? each adventure? Who knows, man. Anyway, so we're going to get some stuff ready, but we'll see you in just a sec. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we are back. Oh, oh yeah, we're back. Uh, we so we just finished watching the Abominable Snowman. Oh my god! Uh, we finished playing it, I should say. Yeah. What a time! What the fuck? So we played it three times. Yep. Uh, got a different story every time. So we played it like four times. We played it four that, times. That end, ending like the Twilight Zone ending. Oh, that was so strange. Okay, so we'll go through it. Freaky. The first story, you, the first choice is you jump either. So you're in a plane going to the Himalayas to try and find your uncle Rudy. Yeah. And then the plane's about to crash, but there's, there's a fuel leak, and you either have to decide whether to stay on the plane or parachute Wait, out of the plane. explain what the original plot of the film was? Yeah, so the three kids so, got to find Uncle Rudy in the Himalayas. That's pretty much it. Yeah, Uncle Uncle Rudy's, oh, an, the Yeti. Explorer, un, Uncle Rudy's an explorer lost in the Himalayas searching for the Yeti, and he's invited you to come join him. Yeah. So on the plane there, they're like, 
Oh, no, the plane's going down. There's a fuel leak, so you can either stay on the plane, tough it out, or you can parachute out of the plane. So the first time we parachuted out of the plane... Yeah. And then we immediately met this guy, and he was real shifty. He was like, hey, I'm your your guide. I was told to meet you here. And they're like, wait a second, we weren't supposed to be here. How can you meet us if we weren't supposed to be here? And he's like, haha, I I was on my way there. I was running late, and I saw you on the way. What a coincidence. Yeah. And we decided to go with him. answer for everything. Mm. He was a real shifty dude. We he just went with him was, for fun. We went with him for fun. We thought it'd be a laugh. Turns out this guy's a bloody poacher. Because mm-hmm. we uh, we went through some spiders and he shook all the spiders off and an, uh, a horn of an elephant. I guess like the tip of a horn of an ele- elephant came out. Yeah. Uh, and we're like, oh, this guy's a poacher. So then we ditched him and he chased us. And it turns out that for some reason the jungle is also his lair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. He pulled out a remote. His, his bat cave was also just out in the jungle. Yeah. And he just closed the gate on this like this path. And uh, we all got through except Marco. Marco didn't get through. And so we had to dig him out underneath the gate wheel. Yeah, he was dug just his like way like a mole. Anyway, then we tied him up. Ended up tying this poacher to the fence when he tried to come through. And we called animal protection. The the poacher catches. Yep. And it turns out we, we got his remote and he pressed a button and a whole zoo emerged from underground. <laughs> and... Just like a bunch of cages on these massive yeah. pistons just like a row, rose yeah. from underneath. There was like super rare animals like snow leopards and musk deers and red pandas and stuff. And cats and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so then then that was it. That was it. Then we ended it. That, yeah, was, the, that was one of the, the adventures rolled. we could choose. <laughs> like, it just went back to the main Nothing menu. Nothing to do with Uncle Rudy or an abominable snowman. Didn't find Uncle Rudy. Didn't see a yeti. Uh, and that was it. So we decided to play again, and we yeah, stayed we on the plane this time. Play a version that didn't suck. Yeah, so we, we stayed on the plane this time. Yep. Uh, we landed in, we crashed the plane in the Himalayas. Yeah. Um, then oh, as and soon then, as then we, we found f- out that Uncle Rudy was missing. Yeah, the the late some lady comes up and goes, Uncle Rudy's missing. Uh, quick, go find him, even though he just survived a near fatal plane crash. Yeah, like, you probably have go, a yeah, concussion, so like, but hey, go climb a mountain. Yeah, don't even bother checking. Uh, let's just go. So then we, I keep saying we, it's like, is it we? Do we say we? Yeah, we had an adventure. Because in a way we controlled them, but... We travelled the world and didn't even leave this room. <laughs> yes. We, Hayden. Okay, so we, yeah, we went around up, up the mountain and we could choose whether to stay with this yak lady. We found a yak farmer or not. Yeah. Uh, we decided to stay with her, this yeah, yak the, farmer. kindly yak farmer. She wasn't very kindly, she was very mean. Because oh, it's getting yeah. dark and we need to keep venturing out into the night or stay with this yak farmer. Stayed with the yak farmer, had some yak soup. Uh, Marco made a bone uh, bone flute out of a yak's thigh bone. Yeah, which is kind of fucked up because he's yeah. like eight. Yeah, he's eight. Uh, and then we... Uh, and then we found the reincarnations of our parents. No, no, that was later. So then first... No, no, no. As after... No, no, in the middle of, no, no, no. In the middle of the night, there was uh, Yeti noises. And the lady was like, ah, oh, it's the Yeti. Yeah. Fuck. And we were like, oh, it's coming from the west. And the Yeti later was like, no, no, no. The mountains are playing tricks on you. It's coming from the east. Do we? Yeah, because yeah, east anyway. is over the bridge. Anyway, we're, we were adventuring, nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, and we decided that... Uh, what was it? Is it a birds thing? No, we're walking along and we found the reincarnations of our parents in the form oh, of yeah, we found, two hawks. Because we found a, a buffalo graveyard and Friday, our Sherpa... I don't know if we mentioned Friday. Yeah, name, Sherpa's name's Friday. Friday. His name's Friday in Nepalese. Nepalese? Nepali. I think so. What's the Nepalese language? Napoli? Napoli. Napoli. So you find this buffalo graveyard, and then Friday the Sherpa goes, we believe that everything comes back when they die. And then she, then they, the, the rest of the group go up ahead, and the oldest sister whips out a photo of their dead parents and goes, oh, 
I miss you. Boy, do I miss hawks, my dead parents. Then two hawks fly over. And they've been sort of flying around the whole game. Um, and she's like, oh, these guys are actually my parents. That's fine. I just, I'll accept that straight away. Yeah, won't even and think about it. They're oh, walking around and yeah. then uh, they find uh, a map or something. Oh, no, they get, because they got given a book. And then Marco gets the book out. It's their parents' old book. And he's like, all right, we, let's go this way because that's what the book says. And then the older sister's like, no, let's follow these birds because these birds are telling us to go somewhere. Yeah, so, so we, we decide, decide to follow the birds. The birds can... Why not? And then it just and then jump cuts shit to just, us. Shit just turns. <laughs> yeah, up. like literally like straight away. Crazy from so. There. As soon as we press the button, it just goes like the skies turn grey. They don't even turn; it just cuts to it being grey. I'm yeah, on the edge of a cliff, just shimmying like, across the edge of this cliff, like a really a really narrow pass, like on like the side the of a mountain, like in, like the, in Hobbit. the Hobbit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So then we're shimmying across the side of this mountain, and certain we're gonna die. And we're like, oh, we should not have followed these birds. But then, You're a fucking moron. Guess we, what? Fucking happened. We turn the corner, and there's a goddamn yeti. There's a fucking yeti. There's a fucking yeti next to this crazy sh- yeti shrine. Yeah, and so there's this door. And we and walk up to the Yeti, and the Yeti is the gatekeeper of this shrine, and you open the shrine, and, and it's, it's actually... And it's like a, a portal into heaven. It's utopia. <laughs> it's this portal into this, like, Nepal utopia, and every, there's, there's green fields, and there's birds, and there's temples, and it's all green and sunny. And then we walk into utopia with this Yeti, and then the Yeti... I don't know, I guess the Yeti just disappears. And we're like, hey, what is in utopia now? Let's never leave. Yeah. Well, they don't say that. They said, wait, what, can we not leave just yet? And then the oldest goes, yo, it's our adventure. We can do whatever we want. And yeah, they so run into the distance and that's forever. it. Credits roll. They just forgot about Uncle Rudy. Yeah, they he's probably completely dying. completely deserted him. He's dying dead. on the Himalayas. Yeah. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. So we found Utopia and the Yeti. And that was then that was it. But, yeah. So then we played again. We, we replayed it. we did pretty it. the same thing. Instead of following the birds, we followed... We oh, no, follow, we found we a temple. the map, right? We found a temple. Because yeah. for some reason, the device we use... Uh, that Frankie Muno's character Benji he created the device he uses can do literally everything yeah any kind of situation they're in he can just do it that li- it's literally a force field that deters spiders yeah he used it to get rid of all these spiders and he used it this time and he said a thing and a, a part of it blew like rocketed uh, jetted away and took a photo no 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 it took a heat seeking profile of the whole area then yeah. parachuted down and he saw two heat signatures. Which, can we just talk about what this fucking device can do? It can do everything. It can detect heat. It's it also can, an amplifi- amplifier. It, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's like a speakerphone thing. Mm-hmm. Megaphone. Megaphone. It's a spider force field. Uh, it's a... It's, it can literally... Oh, he, it, it recognizes Rudy's footprints. They found, like, these footprints. Yeah, they found footprints. And he just scanned it. Like, it's it Rudy's exact thing. match. Because he just had his shoe and shoe size in the thing. Also, it's, it, it's an... It's a it's an avalanche triggerer. Oh yeah, it triggered an avalanche with it. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, uh, it found these heat signature, and we, we go run up to it, and then the heat signature was Rudy. I'm like, hey, it's Uncle Rudy. We found him. Sick. And then we find a temple because there's a map. Oh no, they use the they use the device again. Yeah, they use the device so to find a temple. The Benjamin thing. device. I think it was called the Benjamin or something. The Benji. The Benjamin. Uh, whatever maybe uh, the Benjamin said there was a temple not too far away but the book that the parents gave them had a complete map and the pe- the temple wasn't on it and so they uh, they go to the well first of all we went to, no, we went to the temple didn't we we went to the, we went temple. To the temple and we found this shaman guy yeah no, was no like we a don't, don't find out that he's a shaman just yet he's just like a yeah. kindly he's a kindly, kindly old Himalayan soul. man uh, and he's they like have giving for, us they have dinner them over for, they had them over for supper yeah uh, so they're eating, and then 
Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> then <laughs> Cody Banks. Uh... Then Benji, uh, played by Frankie Muniz. Yep. This guy's getting mad at Uncle Rudy, like, what are you guys? What's wrong with you guys? Our parents is are dead because you guys adventure and don't give a shit about us. And then Uncle Rudy's like, <laughs> chill out, dude. They're just having fun. They've got more important things to do than look after their children. And then, yeah, just relax, bro. And Take then, a chill pill, bro. Even though the, your parents are dead, bro. Yeah, relax, dude. So then the shaman, you don't know who's a shaman, the, the monk, he goes, hey, you guys want to know the secret of the Yeti? And we're like, all right. And he goes, beware, it'll change your life forever. And then he does some magic shit. He lights up this statue and the statue lights up i guess yeah and then he makes then a wall disappear one of the walls disappears using real magic um and then so you're looking there's like the three walls of the temple and there was one no wall and it's like this massive chasm yeah it's looking out of this it was like the edge of a cliff and uh he makes these this path appear yeah he makes these like spectral staircase that the entire family walks up yeah except for ben because it kind of goes to the left and they all run and they're like you'll have a fantastic yeti life here and he goes, sweet. <laughs> Yeti life. And then, um, and and then Benji's like, I don't know if I want to go. I don't know want to have adventure forever. Because it's like, I he's don't know. anti-adventure. He's a bit, he's a bit cautious. He's a fucking he's a big prude. Nerd. And then the shaman, like none of his family's there. And the shaman goes, well, how about this? And he shows them this other staircase. He's magic in another staircase. No, he, sa- he says, he says one, one leads you to a bunch. One yeah. path will lead you to a life of adventure, risk with your family, yeah. and the other will lead you to safety and safety, solitude. Security, but you're you have, totally alone. You have a, yeah, be totally alone, but you get to open a lot of doors. I'm pretty sure he said that. He says it'll you'll open a lot of doors for you. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, great, a great metaphor for opportunity. And then he goes, so we chose the single life because that was one of the decisions, obviously. Yeah. So he just chose the single life, and then he this, gets to the wait, door. This was fucking weird. This was really fucking strange, and this was marketed to children. And it was just really... So fucking bizarre. Yeah, so he gets to, up to the staircase as a door. Yep. And he opens the door, and behind that door is another door. <laughs> so he opens <laughs> yeah. that door, and then there's a third door. And he keeps doing this, and just... He does that down, like, an entire hallway. Yeah, like there's a so million many doors. doors. And then he gets to a glass pane, and he runs up to the glass pane, and you see the opening scene of the movie. Like, he so, sees himself a week ago. Yeah. Like, just playing. And so it pans over from him, banging on the glass, going, Help! Help! I'm stuck in here for eternity! And and it pans over uh, to the start, the first scene of the thing, where they're, like, in the tree, and, like, they're hanging out under a tree in a hammock, and they they get the call from Rudy. That's the first scene. And then it just starts replaying the first scene. And then it just, it just starts again. The entire game just starts all over again. With no explanation for that at all. Like, it just, that's just what it is. He's just trapped in this room. He's stuck in this glass box for all eternity. Like, he's gonna watch himself live his life again it was weird it's it was so creepy. Strange. it's like the ending to a horror movie it would seem like they missed a scene except it just seamlessly transitioned into the first scene yeah it was fucking weird anyway so we were so gobsmacked that... by that then we did the same thing again yeah, played then we, again then we did the other one and we went back to the temple and we chose the adventure door so they go up the adventure staircase uh and then they are transported to they're like in this it's like the dark Snowfield thing that's like in the dark in the snow yeah, they're having yeah. fun they're playing around and then all of a sudden the shaman's there and then <laughs> oh yeah this is fucking weird so the shaman just turns up and claps his hands and makes magic go around him and he turns into a fucking yeti he's the fucking yeti <laughs> he's the yeti and then the yeti takes um 
He takes their takes hands. the oldest girl's hand, and they all take each other's hands, and they're holding hands in a line with Friday and the monkey. There's also a monkey. I don't know if he says that. Just so you know, if there's a monkey, he's a pet monkey, and they start flying. <laughs> and the fly yeti, through the air. The yeti and they flies fly the over air. this nearby city and like fly around through it like in the yep. snowman. And they go into the snow, and then they he raises a door, or maybe it comes out of the side of a mountain or something, and he- it's the door to Utopia, and then they all go to Utopia, and that's it. <laughs> that's what happens. They meet God they in meet- the form of a yeti. <laughs> Yeah, so, and it's, it's, that's, that's it, then it finished, that was that adventure. But, like, it's so we, fucking We did everything, yeah, it was weird, like, the, the shaman guy, the, yeah. ten, the monk, made Frankie Muniz's character decide between heaven or hell for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can either go to heaven, Utopia, or you can just go to hell. <laughs> like, I mean, it, fair enough, we chose hell the first time. Yeah, but we didn't know it was hell, you just marketed it as... You can have a good time or another good time. Just depends what you like, you know. Yeah. You gotta do you gotta do you. But it turns out he was either heaven or hell. Yeah, we just uh, kind of fucked up. Yeah, it was really. So this up. guy is God, or this guy is or God, the devil. or Satan, or both, or maybe neither and both at the same time. He's something else. Anyway, uh, anyway, that was it. Yeah. And we stopped playing because we're like, this game's fucked up. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you like it? No. There's still like well we There's did so much more stuff that we didn't do. We think we got four storylines. There's gonna be a le- like a couple more. What seven more? Yeah, it's crazy. Well, the man. box said eleven. Yeah, that's fucked up. Well, what would you rate it? I would rate it one life of safety and solitude yep. out of a life of adventure and fun with your family. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So heaven compared to hell. Heaven what? out of you, yeah, you gave it hell out of heaven. Yeah. So not good. I mean, that's subjective, really. Mm. What's your what's your what's your thing? Do you like spending eternity it, in a glass box? Yeah, I'd give it uh, four doors out of a an infinite of, number of doors. Infinite number of doors that leads to a glass box that is hell. That's what I think. Yeah, <laughs> this game was so fucking weird. How did that happen? There was no magical element in this at all, Until and then they then. just bump into a shaman, and then the yeti. He turns into a yeti, who is also god and flies and brings mm. him to heaven. But yeah, the the real story is the the secret of the yeti is that he guards Utopia, and you can just go there if you want. Yeah. Well. All right. Frankie, fact or fiction? Okay, <sighs> Frankie, fact or fiction? <sighs> Frank, you done yawning, your boy? Frankie, fact or fiction is a game that uh, we play from time to time. Yeah, when so, it, every episode. So Hayden is going to tell me two statements. One's, one's a fact, a, one's a fiction. One's a Frankie fact, one's a Frankie fiction. And it has to have something to do with what we're talking about and today. I have to guess which one's right and which one's wrong. And I always win, and Duncan always loses, and it's really funny. So, this time I'm going to win, Nathan. I'm going to blow mm-hmm. you out of the water. The first uh, expedition yep. to find the Yeti was by Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great? Because he wanted one. <laughs> and he led an expedition. Did he personally go out, or did he just uh, want... Did he just send people out to do it? He sent people out to do it, but the Sherpas told him that no, nothing could survive in that environment, so they didn't. Because he, he tried to make them give him one. Or okay. was the first expedition in 1936 to find the Yeti. Yeah, and they didn't find any. 
That is what I want. Was there any more information? 1936. Oh, it, was, it was by a, a group of zoologists. They're actually called cryptozoologists. Cryptozoologists? Yeah. Um, but they didn't find any. Because obviously it doesn't exist. I don't know about Alexander the Great. But I don't know about 1936 either. Because <laughs> I was in the middle of World War Two and they wouldn't have been wasting shit doing a Yeti hunt. Well, it didn't say it was biased. It could have been by the Swiss. Oh, yeah, true. I mean, they were part of that. No, they were, weren't they neutral? Wasn't that the whole thing about being Swiss and being neutral and stuff? Isn't that one of the stereotypes of being Swiss? Or was that Sweden? Go on, which one? TikTok. Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great. Or, or, a, group, or a group of potentially Swiss people in 1936. Uh, uh, I think that one's vague enough that it kind of makes sense that it could happen. Which one? The 1936 one. Okay. You're smiling. You're giving Wait, me what are you looking at? Which one are you looking at? Or Alexander the Great. Which one are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The more I think about it, the harder it is. Yeah, but I'm just going to say the one that I don't think it is. Which is the 1936 one. So you don't think it was 1936. But I'm always wrong, you so think... it's probably going to be that. Wait, so what are you choosing? What's going to answer I in... Think, okay, okay. I think it was the fucking cryptozoologists in 1936. Wrong! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> wrong again, Duncan! It was so close! Why do I you... always get it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> You, so you thought Alexander the Great was right, but because you always get it wrong, you chose the other one. Yes. <laughs> but it was wrong. <laughs> uh, 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 why does this happen to me? Oh, God. Oh, That's my God. Funny. That's very funny. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I thought I had it. He certainly did not. Uh, right, that wraps us up for today. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, we're facebook.com slash theweeklymunez or at theweeklymunez. Give us an email. Send us an email, but whatever you want. Does that have to be big? Yeah, about. Send, us some, send us some fan mail. Send us something. We almost know? always read it out. Send us uh, some fan art. Draw me and Duncan. Yeah, I've never received fan art before. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be great. Probably put you on the gold list for that. So, oh, that's nice. Lucky Coxon told you a joke. Yeah. Okay. Yep, that's it. Um, I guess that's it. Stay Frankie. Yeah, stay Frankie, everyone.